Hi, I'm Alba Gonzalez-Mars, and I'm about to be in the show. That's right. Very happy to have you here today. Now, would you mind saying that in Spanish? Claro. Uh, mi nombre es Elba González-Mares, y estoy emocionada de participar en el show. Fantástico. You like my accent? Oh, perfecto. <laughs> Muchas gracias. <laughs> Elba, I'm so glad you're here. You are one of these people that uh, just... You do so much for our community, and I didn't realize how much you really do. I mean, I see you everywhere, and so many people know you, but when I started doing a little research, wow. So we're going to talk about that. I mean, I know you primarily as the head, the executive director of uh, Napa CHI, the Community Health Initiative, which makes sure that all of our county residents have access to health care. But when I started uh, peeling away the layers, a big onion. Is that a nice thing for me to say? I don't know, but there's a lot of layers to you. you. You you do so much, so I can't wait to find out more. And it's so obvious how much you care about this community and want to uh, strengthen and build it. So just off the bat, thanks for that. Absolutely. Um, thank you for having me, and um, I just wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, we're going to find out so much more about you and what you do. But first, Lauren Mole. We invite you to join Judd at his family's winery at the south end of the Silverado Trail. Judd's Hill Winery, located at 2332 Silverado Trail, here in Napa Valley, California, USA. Visiting information is at juddshill.com or by calling 707-255-2332. Wow, thank you so much. You're absolutely right. We would love to have you come by. Uh, we enjoy meeting our neighbors if you live here in the Napa Valley area, and we enjoy seeing people who come from afar. As you said, visiting information is there online, and while you are online, you can check out, uh, well, we've got some quirky videos. You can uh, check our events tab because we have parties and trips and all kinds of fun things. You can also, well, you can also put a little wine in your shopping cart. Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, all lowercase letters, please, and you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And if that's not enough, you can join the Judd's Hill Wine Club anytime, day or night. Hey, that's true. You can, and you can get a better deal than the one you just offered if you're a member of our wine club. It's free to join. Some of those events I mentioned earlier are free for you to attend as well. It's like uh, having your social calendar put together for you with fun parties, events, and great wine. And I look forward to seeing you there. It's all at juddshill.com. And Elba, before we even get into the show, people want to play along at home. The website for uh, CHI is napachi.org. So there you go. You can find out what that organization is all about. You can see a fabulous photo of Elba, and uh, so you know who we're talking to. And I think that's it for now. Let's just get on with this show. Boy, I can't wait to find out how your cruise went, Judd. Oh, I'll be happy to tell you about it. On with the show. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No sales script and no rehearsing. Pardon me, I'll have a Chardonnay A marvelous date, it's hard to say I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc It's a must-have on the podcast It's Judd's Napa Valley Show You can't ease this flow if I elaborate Over a Cabernet, my buddy's the truth You should study my man Juddy And learn something new Sweet April showers, do spring May flowers. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studios at Broadcast Park in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd Finkelstein! Who, me? Thank you, sir. Wow, Lauren Mole, good to see you, man. Hey, Judd, it's so great to have you back here. It's fabulous to be here. We were off for a few weeks, and I really I really missed this. I was having a great trip, but there was, there was a void. There was a void that can only be filled by sitting here, hosting this show along with announcer Lauren Mole. So very happy to be back. Thanks, Judd. Thank you. 
Thank you. It was uh, it was quite a good time. We were down south. It's, it was that Mississippi River uh, trip I've been talking about for some time, where we brought our wine club and other uh, Judd's Hill appreciators, people who like our wine and want to hang out uh, drinking it. <laughs> we take them on a on a trip once a year. So this this was the big trip. We went to Bordeaux, France, a couple of years ago. Uh, last year, Alaska and British Columbia. This year, New Orleans to Memphis on an old-time paddle wheel steamship, the American Queen. In fact, Guinness Book of World Records for the world's largest steamship. Um, ah. Still not as big as these you know, cruise ships you see out in the ocean, but a uh, really beautiful, opulent steamship, and everyone had a great time. There was uh, wine to be had. We started off, of course, in New Orleans at a great... Tiki Bar had our pre-party there at the Latitude 29, Beach Bum Barry's Place, who we've got to get him on the show one of these days. He's a real interesting character and historian of rum and tropical cocktails, so right up my alley. And then from there, it just continued on, the fun, all the way up to Memphis. And, um, you know, I'll talk about it from time to time, because there certainly were some powerful moments. Uh, when you travel up the Mississippi, you're connected to many... Um, incidences, facets, and uh, occurrences of American history. You know, a lot of significance, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Some, well, all very interesting, and um, some a bit tragic, some uh, provoking thought, and uh, some powerful moments, along with all that fun. So um, as I'm reminded of them, I'm sure I'll bring it up. I'm not going to get into the whole discourse at the moment, because we've got a guest I'd like to talk to talk to. Uh, but you, sir, it's been a while. Tell me what you've been up to. Well, I've been doing a lot uh, uh, since our show has been on hiatus. Yeah, uh, I recently got to go to a, a barn dance uh, at the Napa Expo Fairgrounds, benefiting uh, Future Farmers of America and Napa 4-H. Yeah. And your winery, Judd, which I heard actually happened to be a sponsor of this particular event. Well, we we thank you. I'm glad I'm glad to hear. I mean, I, I knew we were a sponsor. I'm glad to hear that you appreciate it, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Which I did. And and I saw a photo of you there with your cowboy hat and your cowboy shirt. Were you wearing chaps in that photo? No. Spurs? No. I don't okay. have any of those. Okay, that that's fine. That'll be for Nelly next year's birthday present. And uh, uh, But yes, we, we were a sponsor. Thanks for mentioning that. We're happy to help the kids in all of their uh, endeavors. Oh, good. And, and also, uh, I recently got to do some emceeing... Uh, with everybody to start at an Autism uh, Awesomeness Day event uh, at a church in San Rafael. Well, tell me about that. What's Autism Awesomeness Day? Uh, it supports uh, uh, individuals and special needs that uh, that have autism. And, yeah. That sounds interesting. So what, what was your role in that? Uh, I, I actually was a, an MC at this event. Okay. I, okay. That, yeah, I'm th- sorry. This I'll... is just to support families... Uh, and children with uh, autism. So you were... Is what uh, I'm trying to say. Gotcha. And what I was trying to say, I suppose, was what did you do as MC? Were you introducing people? Were you telling jokes? Were uh, you actually, singing? Actually, I, I, did, I did a little uh, comedy routine. Oh, really? It was a fake car commercial, which you're not going to get on any TV or radio <laughs> station here in Northern California. Okay. I figured it'd be too long to do on the air, though. Well, we just, let's... We just don't want to take any way, time away from our guests. Okay. T- tell you what. Make a note. One of these days, because you come up with a lot of bits, we should just dedicate... A good chunk to uh, Lorne Mole, the Lorne Mole show. You've wanted to guest host before, so maybe this will be like a hybrid where I'm here, but you're also here, but you're kind of the subject, and we're we're doing your bits. And if I did have a chance to guest host, Jed, I did have someone in mind, but I Don't can't, tell me. I can't say it on no, the No, 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 no. I like surprises. Maybe we can pull some audio from some of your classic comedy bits from the Artie Party show as well, and really just feature... The comedic stylings of Mr. Lorne Mole. Sure. And you know something else that I, brought, that I think I should bring up to you? Yes. No, I, I don't. What is it? I am now officially the announcer for On the Edge with Doris Gentry on, on Channel 28. Oh, my goodness. So you're back on. Officially back on TV. Well, congratulations, sir. Oh, thanks. You're not leaving me, are you? No. You'll still be here on Tuesdays. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm very selfish. That's all I care about. As long, as long as you'll be here, you can do whatever else you want. Which I will. I know. <laughs> and I like that about you. You're your own man. I want to take a brief moment to let folks know ah, that, yes. that the Judd's Hill Springtime Bonanza is coming up. And that is our annual uh, benefit for Napa Valley Youth Symphony. It will be on Sunday, May 20th at Judd's Hill conveniently located at the beautiful south end of Silverado Trail. 
again, Sunday, May 20th from noon to 2.30 p.m., and uh, there'll be plenty of wine. There'll be music from the kids. There'll be a group from the youth symphony, not the entire symphony, but uh, boy, I don't know how many kids are sending this time. How many youths? How many youths? Uh, it's, it's always been four to eight. Somewhere between a quartet and an octet will be performing, and it's lovely. It's free to attend for our Judd's Hill Wine Club members. And I've mentioned this before. If you're not a wine club member and you enjoy wine or you enjoy giving the gift of wine, there's no better club to be in. In my humble, unbiased opinion, we, we give a lot to our club members. So you can find out how to become one by visiting Judd'sHill.com and click on the Wine Club tab. If you're not a wine club member, it's still not that much to attend, $35, and that uh, gets you everything, the wine, the food, the entertainment, and uh, you'll learn a little bit about the Youth Symphony. It's a, it's a wonderful organization. And um, I like talking about wonderful organizations, and maybe we'll even get into one or two of those today with our guests. So, Lauren Mole, would you please do me the honor? Okay, Judd. You'd need a thick thesaurus to get enough good words for... Our guest. She's got that fabulous flair for keeping us all in good health care. It's the great Elba Gonzalez Mares. All right. <laughs> Elba. Best intro ever. Well, he's going to sign that and give that to you after yes, the show. Yes, please. Autographed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wonderful. Welcome. Elba Gonzalez Mares. Yes. You are the executive director of Community Health Initiative, Napa County. That's it, CHI. CHI. We have talked about this organization mm-hmm. many times on the show. We had your predecessor a few years back talking about it, but, you know, that's probably old news. It's time to, time to get refreshed. That's right. It's a wonderful organization that ensures that all of Napa County has access to health care, and you're going to get into what that means. But before we do all of that and talk about what an important person you are, the VIP-ness of you... Um, let's just find out a little bit who you are. Okay. You're, you're very well known in this community, but I'll bet a lot of folks don't know your whole, uh, background, how you got to this point, how you got to be, and I'm making air quotes, Elba. If you say Elba around Napa, most people know talking about you. Yeah. I think there's <laughs> so. only one of me, literally that one name too. That's good. If you can have the one name celebrity thing going. Yeah. I think I got that. I think it's cool. all good reasons. <laughs> okay, I don't know good. if there's any bad stuff out there, but if there is, you know, I don't know. Just please keep it to yourself. It's not on the internet. You know, <laughs> I like to research before I have a guest in uh-huh. and I didn't come across anything oh, good. shady. That's great. No. So I'm not blushing anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> a couple good YouTube videos, but even those were not you like, you know, going crazy. Going you know, Crazy. Drunken at a karaoke Ooh, bar or anything. It was good, you talking good. about healthcare. Yes. <laughs> so let's find out. You are, um, where do you come from? You're not, although you seem like a Napa native and you been, have been here for many years, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you grew up in the greater Bay Area. When you were young, your family moved to the Bay, correct? Right. Let's so, get back there. Um, yeah, taking us back to yeah. a journey. Your father's far, a, far away. A PhD. He was a doctor. <laughs> yes. So I was born in in Mexico, uh, mm-hmm. the state of Puebla, and Puebla is not a com a common um, state that people mention here in the Valley so much. It is a big city five or six million plus um, of population. And it's it's not far from Mexico City, It's correct? not far. It's an hour and a half yeah. across the volcanoes that I grew up with. So I've always, I've always grown up with hills around me in nature and trees. And, uh, and just, I'm the youngest of five. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, I had the pleasure of learning from my siblings' mistakes of what to do <laughs> and not to do. I think that I am the smartest of them all now. Um, See, but- Lauren, that, that's our mistake. We didn't have siblings. That's yeah. why we're such a, you know, we could be such better people if we only had older siblings to learn from. Well, you know, funny you say that, Judd, because I have a confession to make. Oh. I'm an only child. I'm well, the only one in my family. I, and that's what I'm saying. Me too. Neither of us have older siblings that's to have right. learned from. All that burden on our parents, our poor parents couldn't just poor pawn parents. us off onto the siblings. Yeah, that's but it. But look what happens when you have older siblings. You become 
Elba. You become Elba. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a good um, thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. And the the age difference between myself and my oldest sibling is 15 years. So oh. um, I did have a big, big sister, a brother and two other siblings and myself. Um, my dad um, was the first one in his family to go to college. Mm-hmm. And that was just a huge turning point for our family. And he received a scholarship to go uh, study in Madison, Wisconsin. So I was in my mom's arms, literally arriving in Madison, Wisconsin on a January 6th. And so I've never been to Madison, but I would imagine a January 6th has got to be a bit chilly, especially coming from Puebla. Just a tad. And my mom's from the coast. Mm-hmm. So my mom is from the state of Nayarit, which is about a few hours from Puerto Vallarta mm-hmm. on the north side. So, you know, this is this is beach. This right. is it, it, the, the coldest it gets is maybe 70. And that, that was <laughs> so for my mother it was just first time seeing snow. First time in just a, a different country. And so I, I think you're, you're gaining a little bit of where I get my strength. Yes. Because as a mother, I think you just, you're there for your kids. And that's who, who she is and, and, and was at that moment. So I and my siblings moved to Madison, which was such a cool uh, as we look back, just amazing, amazing city. It's a college town, so that made it fun. Very international. So I grew up, um, I actually, my best friend when I was two years old was a Japanese girl. Yeah. I'd come home with my mom and I'd start speaking to her in Japanese. And she's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And so, well, and she was learning English. You could have just yeah. told her that was English. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so that was uh, the journey to our family being um, exposed and more familiarized with United States. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, as I mentioned, my sister and brothers and siblings were much older than I was. So they hit the 80s really hard. I mean, my sister was Madonna. My brother was breakdancing. <laughs> uh, my sister Arcelli and I would watch the Goonies, Back to the Future. You know, I'm a total 80s Star Wars. I my, One of my lessons that my brother just said when I was, I think, around 10, and it had been a while since I'd seen Star Wars, he's like, let me teach you something about life. And it, he sat me down, put black curtains on the windows and started to play Star Wars. He's like, this is about life. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, and got sucked into it. So um, That's another discussion, though. I'd be curious to hear what his uh, philosophical take on that is. But okay, yeah. if this is the meaning of life. Yeah, you know, that's and his, where he's getting that Yeah, from. where is he getting that? And this okay. is, again, a teenager telling a young kid, right? Right. Uh, meaning of life. And uh, so that was an amazing journey for our family. Um, and then we moved back to Puebla. So I actually... When I went back to Mexico, I had to learn Spanish. Um, in there, in Mexico, there is no Spanish as a second language course. <laughs> it just is. Oh, I guess because you were a little baby. Yeah, okay, I was about you. six years old, and so you... um, when we came back, and uh, I, I the, the Spanish I knew was the Spanish I knew at home. Mm-hmm. In fact, English was my first language, and yeah. and then I would speak Spanish to my mom, but everything around me was in English. Um, so in going back to Mexico, I was also learning about my own my own culture back home. Mm-hmm. And, and But at the same time, I was so upset. I tell my mother, crying, you know, she's like, what's wrong? I was like, the TV doesn't speak English. Oh. And I was just traumatized <laughs> by that. And she's like, it's okay. What she did is she recorded all of my favorite shows, Mr. Rogers, mm. uh, Bugs Bunny, the Looney Tunes, and all that. Yeah. And um, this is how much I remember, right? Beta tapes. Beta. Oh, beta. This is not VHS. Beta tapes. Yeah. And so when we moved back, the thing that I was looking forward the most was my box of tapes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the beta VCR. And, uh, and that was my connection to... The culture that I first grew up with, right. and uh, and continue to do that, and then fast forward to 1995, we moved to to Napa, and that had to do with my grandfather. My grandfather was a farm worker. My grandfather worked the fields here from as early as the 1940s to the late 60s. Oh wow! Um, long and history here. So a long history. So then my grandmother and grandfather really settled here. 
uh, in the mid-60s. But my dad was the one that stayed behind. He was already in a a military high school type. Mm. And so he decided to stay. But grandma, as all grandmas are, want to keep the family together. So she kept just trying and trying. I want the family together and I want the family together. Um, And that opportunity came for us to come in 95. And that's when I started eighth grade at Silverado Middle School. And then I went on to Napa High. At that time and at that age, I wanted to be a pro basketball player. That's why I figured I'm going to get a scholarship and I'm going to (laughs) play basketball because my sister Gabby uh, played basketball and uh, she's 6'4", by the way. So, you know, I'm not 6'4". And I think that's why she was really, really good. And um, so I wanted to be a pro basketball player. But then I quickly learned that, uh, no, I I really don't have game. So I focused on education. Much to the benefit (laughs) of our community. Because we're going to get into all the, well, I don't even know if we can get into all the things you do here. But we can get into some of them. Because you do so much. Okay, so you go to UC Davis. Mm Mm-hmm. And you get yourself a degree in international relations with Mm -hmm. the thought that you're going to do what? I really wanted to work for the United Nations. And I think that I reached a point where I had moved around so much that after college and getting into the field of public health, I realized there was a whole world just around me. And I didn't have to go that far to explore that world, that I could do that here in my own home. And then my niece was born. I'm, I love, love children. And so when my niece was born, I was like, I am not going anywhere. I am going to be in this kid's life. Yeah. And that just, that also made me stay home. I'm like, I'm, roots were being settled, the first child in our family being born here. Mm. And that just meant a lot to me. So I, I stayed, I stayed, but it's still very relevant to the work that I do today. Okay, well, thanks. Let's talk about that. That's a great run-up. I know you're very involved uh, with family and especially your young niece, and you guys do trips and all kinds of experiences together. So so this sense of family that I'm hearing that your grandparents' generation, your grandma you're talking about specifically, seems really instilled Mm -hmm. in you. I mean, it seems natural that you would want to have a strong and healthy community Mm -hmm. around you. It just seems part of the family values. And... My goodness, can I just get into this checklist for a moment? And ladies and gentlemen listening, this is a partial checklist of of things. There's got to be a more eloquent word than that, of things that Elba does. (laughs) So let's see here, if I can read my own writing here. Well, as we mentioned earlier, and we're going to spend probably the bulk of the time talking about how you are the executive director of Community Health Initiative Napa County. You are a director of the Napa Valley Community Foundation. You are on the Napa Valley Unified School District Board of Education, a commissioner of First Five Napa County, board president of Puertas Abiertas Community Resource Center. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Napa's most involved citizen. Congratulations, (laughs) Lauren Mole. Tell her what she's won. You've won a trip to Austin, Texas. You've also won a Pal-V flying car and a year's supply of Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies. Back to you, Judd. Thank you very much. By the way, that all-expense-paid trip, uh, all the expenses will be paid by you should you cher- choose to take it. It's amazing. Like, wow, how how do you do all this? Um, I ask that kind of in a flippant manner, but I'm also a little curious. You know, mm-hmm. I would... I, as you know, I care very deeply for this community and try to have my hand in, in different aspects of taking care of the community and helping build it. But I have no, I, I can't even fathom taking on that much responsibility, just time-wise. How, how do you do it? I think it's just, it, you know, it doesn't even feel like it's work or, or volunteering. It's just um, something that I know that I just care about so much and I know that it's so important to a community I think that coming from a background that I was able to thrive because of all the different components that allowed me to uh, seek opportunities mm-hmm. and the giving back is is very is very fulfilling but it's 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 what's going to happen in the long term and I also think that 
part of my international relations background is that, so I started Davis and, and, and entered the engineering program. I was, I wanted to be in computer science. Oh, I studied okay. calculus and I reached to a point where I was like, it's just not me. And I went to the most broadest major you could possibly go, which is international relations, because <laughs> I just was just so interested in how things worked and how when they come together, mm. just like an ecosystem comes together, how everything is connected. And so director of CHI, but then I wanted to understand, well, what's, what else is happening in the community? All right. Well, the foundation and its work related to uh, most recently with the disaster relief, right? To me, that was just, yeah. that's a, that impacts your community. I don't know anything about disasters, but, but I know that it's an impact. So I want to learn more about that. Yeah. First five, that's about our children, zero to five. It's one of the most important stages of a human being is when they're in that age. So if I'm helping families um, in, in, in health insurance, well, the, it, it, part of what they're coming to, to us for in questions, it all sometimes it relates all back to their zero to five. So I wanted to learn more about zero to five. What, what is that? What is that component? What can I do there? And then with Puertas Abiertas, which I'm actually a past um, board member of Puertas. Now I'm chair of a statewide association and part of a national association. But what Puertas also allowed me was to understand, well, what are the steps to, to, to get a grassroots organization going locally, right? And how does that move and, and how it moves with the community and how the community community responds to that and how that dynamic relationship works and that's always been a interest of mine since since I was a kid yeah and um so I think how I do that I I, I think now technology allows a lot of that to happen because <laughs> with my phone I think I you know I, I think we all sleep with our phones like literally right next to us and we start emailing or emailing late or early and with our laptops but I think it's the connectivity um, that has allowed me to do this work and also in partnership because it's all the great people that make it happen. I do not, I cannot do this by myself. It's the Judds out there in the world, right? It's my community members and my boards out there in the world. Um, it's the clients. It's, it's the community that really make it happen because there is no way I can accomplish all of that without those people out there. So hearing this, it's very obvious you care deeply for the community. You're working like crazy to build, strengthen, improve. I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer as briefly as you want, and then we got to go to commercial. So it'll be like a teaser. Okay. I mean, it seems like you would be uh, natural for... What do you call it? A, uh, I'm trying to, I, want, I want to say this. I guess there's really no discreet way. You're going to run for something? One day. One day. One day. Okay. Yeah. One day. Mm-hmm. You heard it here, here folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We do have to take a break. I won't press the issue, but we'll keep, you know, keep me in the loop, will you? I will. She's got a, folks, she's got a big smile on her face right now. <laughs> if there was only that webcam you want, Lauren, folks could see. I'm you don't no- play poker, do you? I don't. I'm, I'd yeah. be horrible. I'm yeah, I can open tell. Book. Yeah, I can tell by that. <laughs> well, I'm no longer begging for the webcam, though. Oh, done with that. Done with that. Okay. That's going to be at our new location. Okay, I'm I'm fine. No webcam. I, I think radio should be theater of the mind. Come up with your own visual perception of what's happening here. And while we ponder that thought, we'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. La, 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 la. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. At 1440 on your AM dial in Northern California and streaming live in Hawaii at KVON.com, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. That's right, Lauren Mole. Thank you very much. We are here with our guest, Elba Gonzalez Mares, the Executive Director of Community Health Initiative Napa County. And so many other titles it's just unfathomable how many boards and directorships and commissions and on and on that you're involved with but what we're going to concentrate on chi at the moment but first you have a beautiful uh something a beautiful something i'm going to let you describe it so first i'm going to set a little bit about my first experience with with this what I'm holding is a flag. It's got the colors of the rainbow. So my 
trip to with my dad and my sister it was a really nice opportunity to have a um, little bit of one-on-one with dad is that he really wanted to go to Peru and visit Cusco and uh, and visit some of the uh, and visit Machu Picchu. So some of the ancient some Inca of the in- sites, yeah, yeah, Inca sites, and then Machu Picchu is just one of those seven just wonders of the world yes. kind of thing. And we went to this town and. There were all these rainbow flags everywhere. This is in Cusco. And this is in Cusco. Mm -hmm. And just everywhere. And I thought, wow, this is fantastic. They're celebrating, you know, LGBTQ Pride Week. That is great. (laughs) Wow. How in tune, you know, like I wouldn't, I didn't think. That was my first thought when you pulled that flag out. When I pulled the, yeah, when I, when, when you see this flag and then, you know, every, you you're always learning something new, but you know, and sometimes your 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 what you know and in what you your background and all that guides you to this one conclusion. But then quickly through going to the museums and so on, did we did I learn that oh no, it's not the pride flag. It's actually their flag, the Cusco flag. And and I think once you go to Machu Picchu and you realize just the 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 hills and the mountains and the trees and all that and the rainforest um it's just yeah it's it's they have lots of rainbows there just because of the environment wow okay and so, so it's their flag it the, the uh the difference between this one and the pride one is one color difference but to me it was just I, don't know, I just connected very much with it, and I thought it was beautiful. And I bought like uh, so many of them. Oh, okay. I was saying you want to give this away. Yeah, but, no, okay, I bought got a bunch. I got a bunch. Yeah. Okay, dear listener, if you would like to have this beautiful uh, mini flag that you hold on a little stick, you can wave at Cusco parades. It's it's really a beautiful, vibrant, colored rainbow flag, and it can be yours if you are the first one to tweet. You got to use Twitter here. Uh, you got a tweet of. We see, we used to call this getting your hands on Judd's goodies. People would bring me a goodie bag and people could get their hands on it. But our district attorney, our police uh, chief said, maybe that's not the best name. So we're, <laughs> we're, we haven't come up with a better name yet. But if you would like to have this, I used to say tweet getting my hands on Judd's, but we're not going to do that anymore. We're just going to be the first one to tweet using hashtag JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show. And then tag Judd's Hill by putting at Judd's Hill. It'll pop up. I'll see it immediately, and uh, you can say, I want the rainbow flag or something like that. And I'll bring it back to the tasting room at Judd's Hill at the south end of Silverado Trail. It'll be there until Friday. If no one picks it up by then, I'm taking it home. I think that's pretty cool. I, I can I think put that so. out. It's, it's really beautiful yeah. and colorful. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about you and what you're doing for the community. You know, I've been remiss. I was just sitting here. I was reminded of a story that involved you, and I didn't pull it up or get any notes. But before we talk about CHI, I want to talk about this because this really speaks to how um, important it is to you to take care of people in the community. And then we'll segue right into CHI. But there was an article in the paper about how there was um, a family living in the car. Was it on your street? Yes. Near your street? On your street? Yes. This was last year in the Napa Valley Register. Mm -hmm. And a group from the neighborhood um, helped them out. And you were mentioned by name as one of those people. And could you briefly just tell, you know, briefly, because I want to spend some time with CHI, but give us the background on that. That was really a, a really lovely story. Yeah. So, right, it, it, what happened to us in October just really hit us at home, at work, just everywhere. And, um, and I, didn't know since I was just working so much and you're so focused on taking care of your family at home and at the office that you may sometimes miss what's just around the corner of you. And uh, my neighbor, Jim, and, um, and you know, they're retired and, you know, they're my go-to people in my neighborhood. They know everything and everyone. And Jim, in his regular uh, walks, just, you know, he, he's, he's the guy that notices when there's a difference. There's something different. And when and, and he was the one that realized there is a family here. And I, and I think they're living in the car because he could see uh, the open containers of food mm-hmm. outside and in blankets. And, and then as he reached over to just knock on the window to see who's there, 
a beautiful little two-year-old girl just was like, hi, kind of like, who are you? And he was just sort of just in shock at that moment. He knew right away to call me. I was actually in the middle of one of our uh, meetings, the Community Organizations Active in Disaster, the COAD group, as nonprofits coming together to figure out and, you know, calls me. And he never calls myself. And I know when he's calling, it's like, By the way, Lauren, that's another organization she's involved in. Yeah. Add that Ah. to our partial list. Add that to the list. Okay. (laughs) I see. And so, you know, he called and I was like, all right, I'll call right back. Calls again. I was like, okay, I'm actually going to take this outside. And he tells me about it. And I said, you know, I'll be, I'll be back I'll, I'll go the, I'll go to the house in a couple hours give me give me that time um, and then once I got there I realized the situation they only spoke Spanish and at that point I was able to just in- engage in the conversation and kind of find out what was going on absolutely scared uh, and then at that point found out that they had been living in the car for a month because it was early November really I mean mm. it was really a month after the the fires and they had been living in their car for a month that they lost the, the room that they were renting, they lost it because the, the house they were uh, burned down oh. up in uh, Soda Canyon. Right. And I just quickly looked at Jim and said, this is these are the basic needs that we need to get right now. Right. It was shelter, food yeah. and making sure they were OK, healthy, yeah. uh, healthy wise. And so between all of us, there's a nurse that lives across the street from me. So she right away got a, a, just a temporary room in the meantime while we figure out the shelters and all that. The other neighbor brought a whole bags of food. Another neighbor gave us jackets, blankets, just little toys for the little girl. Yeah. And um, when I asked the mom, what is it that you need right now the most? She, just, she just said, just, I'd love to take a shower. Wow. I just love to take a shower. And for all of us to just clean up. Yeah. So I'm happy to report that they're, they're very much back on their feet. The family's together. And, and the little girl, uh, mom is working. Um, and the little girl is doing really well and just, just, you know, uh, it, it was just very humbling and re- reminding me of yeah. what it's like to just not have nothing really. Well, thank you. Just as a fellow community member, just that it's comforting knowing that there are people that care and will actually take action to help others. So thank you. Thank you very much. And let's talk about how you do that in a more official capacity. Sorry, you like you got me a little uh, what's the word uh, for clumped. I'm a mm. little worked up right now hearing <laughs> that. Um, but let's let's talk about CHI. Yeah. This is an organization. Your tagline, if you go to NapaCHI.org, which is your website, which also there's a little button and you can read it in Spanish too. Anybody that would like that, Elba, it's a good thing your Spanish has improved over the years, so you can. Do you read the Spanish version as well? Yes. Like you're to that point now? <laughs> yes, the, yes. You're off the Mr. Rogers tapes? So I'm you can off, use, yes. Okay. Fully bilingual. Okay, so <laughs> NapaCHI.org, English and Spanish, uh, tells all about your organization, but the tagline is, ensuring all of Napa County has health coverage. That's ensuring, E-N, but you also ensure that people are insured. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Yeah, so having access to health care is, is, is very complex, and I think that... We've all learned that through either reading through articles or for personal or from personal experiences, which is really the part that touches us the most, right? What happens to you? What happens to your family? What happens to the ones that you care and love the most when this happens? Our job is, is, is it's very simple. It sounds simple. And that's our job is to make it sound simple. So it's not so daunting mm-hmm. um, and overwhelming for individuals. But enrolling into health coverage is it's it's as complex as doing your taxes on your own and um, and in some cases even harder. And those are just obstacles or really roadblocks uh, for individuals who do not have insurance really through their job. 49% of the folks have insurance through their job and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And in Napa County it's quite higher. Uh, we're more in the 52-54%. So that's oh. really good. So yay to our community of businesses out there because it it, it it caring about those folks is important, but the remainder has to go out on their own and find out, well, what, what are my options? What can I do? What can I afford? Which is basically the big question. Um, and what can I do for my kids? Um, and that's primarily what happened with, with the, the start of CHI. Um, we had our first uh, set of, of work at the schools, right? When you think of children, where are they? You think of the schools. And that's where we've been partnering for the past 13 years. At that point, 
point, it was unclear how many kids didn't have insurance. Uh, we thought, well, maybe 2,000 kids, 3,000 kids. Well, fast forward to today, we've increased the number of insured by 86%. 97% of the kids guaranteed have insurance. The remaining wow. 3% are children and households where life changes really fast, right? They're moving, loss of job, loss of income, mm -hmm. maybe a death in the family, a pregnancy. Uh, I mean, just so much changes that reaching 100% is, is, is difficult, but we will we'll continue to, to work on that goal. We want to achieve that, boy, but it's a boy, lot of work. Are you working? And it's ever changing. You you get into a program, you have insurance, and then a year from now the law changes, and it's like, oh, well, that program's going to go away. Now it's going to go into this. Uh, we've and you had stay on top of all that. And for we people. correct because that's the ultimate goal is to make sure that they don't lose their coverage. And most importantly, is that when they go to the doctor, whether it's medical, dental, vision, or mental health, that everything is in order right that there is no i'm sorry that doesn't cover that or i'm sorry your insurance isn't active that to us is the ultimate goal we want to make sure that all the parents think about or the caregivers or the individual at that moment thinks about is the health of that child the health of themselves okay i'm going to lob you a question right now should be a good one for you okay who can use your services Everyone. So okay. our nonprofit is at no cost. We provide services to all individuals, all incomes. Our staff is bilingual, bicultural. The programs uh, have eligibility requirements, but we uh, work with, with the programs that are available to us and accessible to our clients because it's also not just about enrolling them into coverage but understanding those services and uh, we have lots of folks that need help understanding those services and we are the first nonprofit in the whole state of California um, that we do our work as certified insurance agents which is interesting um, and actually our model is being duplicated across the state uh, we're the first ones and only ones so we can enroll individuals also in the private market. Oh. So we have, for example, households where a child may be in Medi-Cal. Um, dad has employer coverage. Mom goes into a, 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 because of their income, goes into a covered California. But there may have a 27-year-old who's working but not eligible for the employer base. Well, mom wants to make sure kid is covered. So, you know, they come together and they're like, well, what are the options? Like, well, okay, we're here some individual plan. So offering that is quite incredible because then they're keeping focus with the insurance. So we can take care of really everyone. We had a nurse come in our office who works full time. You know, she's got, she's no dependents, no nothing, but she's like, I heard you guys can help me as an individual. I try to go online by myself and I couldn't figure it out. And this is a nurse, right? She works in multiple hospitals. Yeah. She's like, I heard you can help me. And uh, the queen of the valley, I work there. They told me that you guys could be a source of information. We said, great. She's, she's like, this is what I need to do. And the, the staff could help her. And there you go. So if we're in the business of understanding what healthcare is and what's available to our clients, we want to make sure we're available to everyone and that it's accessible to everyone majority of our clients are definitely our diverse populations our low-income families um, that family size of four that's earning no more than forty thousand dollars a year so uh, the majority of our cases are mom and dad and two kids in a household like that in napa now some people i would imagine would feel nervous going to any type of organization for any type of assistance what type of obstacles do you see people having just to just to come to your door or make the phone call Yes. Um, How do you make it easy for them? Yeah, there's a lot of fear around, with a lot of our folks having to do with immigration. There's a lot of fear around, you know, if, if, the lack of understanding of how the programs work and how this program is also very much available when you have reached a point, when you're at a point of your life where things are just tumbling down, it's quite difficult. So it's just, there's a lot of fear of understanding what the programs do. And you think that um, they're not going to help you. They think that it's not, there, there, there is no, um, accessibility that they can't go to this doctor or uh, take care of themselves. So it, it really has to do with with just not knowing how great these programs are because it's so complicated to apply. And one family 
they could be as I like that example I shared, each member could have a different insurance program. And that's pretty daunting. That's a lot to, to care about when you're thinking about paying your rent or buying food. Yeah. Um, this is one more thing to add to that. So it, it's the fear of understanding how it all works. And, and that's one of the things that I, I'm most proud in that my team, um, that I'm very proud of my team, is that they've built a very strong trust with our community members, which is so important. Yeah, you're very lauded in our community. And let's give some contact information because folks might be listening or people who are listening might know of folks who could benefit from your service. So on the web, Napa CHI for Community Health Initiative. So NapaCHI.org is the website. Do you want to give an email, a phone number as well? Yes, you can email healthykids at napachi.org for any general questions um, that you may have. Uh, you can also call us at 707-227-0830. You can also go to our Facebook page, so mm-hmm. Napa CHI. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. We try to uh, tap into the different social medias. You're all over. <laughs> we want to be all over and accessible to folks about un- understanding how the services work. Fantastic. And you've got your big event coming up this very Saturday night, May 12th. It's your annual uh, gala dinner. And uh, it will be at 5 p.m. this coming Saturday at Farmstead in St. Helena. It's 100 bucks a person. I'm sure that is tax deductible. And uh, it's going to be dinner. There's going to be entertainment, I imagine. There's going to be wine, I hope. (laughs) It's always a good time. I would love for folks to uh, be a part of it. And if you can't make it this Saturday, I hope you can. But if you can't, if you go to NapaCHI.org forward slash donate or just NapaCHI.org and find the donate button there, Throw a couple bucks their way. Uh, I heard a stat once. You're going to have to remind me of the numbers, but for every so many dollars raised, it can get turned into so many other dollars to take care of somebody. And Correct. Do you have so a number on that? For every $1, $7 is returned back into the community. So, um, Drop a few bucks. Let's help some folks stay mm-hmm, healthy. Mm-hmm. A healthy community is just that, a healthy community. Now, this is the part in the show where I would normally ask if you go nuts for donuts, but since we're talking about health and all that and there's there's more and we're running out of time i'm just going to give you this box of donuts by the way do you go nuts for donuts yes buttercream okay. is just across the street okay, from well, our office so we do go. i'm not going to ask you any silly questions but here's a box of donuts for you <laughs> thank, thank you. you for being our guest lauren would you please pass that oh. over there we didn't even get into some of your hobbies like hiking volcanoes is something you like doing yep. you're a longtime uh dancer of ballet folklorico you're you're a multifaceted person um, but we need to spend a couple minutes playing everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Madlib. That's right. You know how this works. We're running short on time, so we're going to get right into this. Elba, I need an adjective. Ah, uh, um, shaky. Shaky. I hope you're not feeling that way after this show. <laughs> a plural noun. Balls. Oh, like yeah, beach, <laughs> basket. Um, yeah. Basketballs. Gotcha. Basketballs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we are talking about the Warriors earlier before we yeah. went on the yeah. air. I've, right? Right? Okay. Leave that to Ira. Yes. A, how about a plural noun? Owls. Ooh, that was right off the tip of your tongue. <laughs> My niece loves owls. Okay. Owls. How about, this could be tricky. This is a place. It could be any place you want, the, any place where something or someone can be, a geographic location. Um, the inside of my makeup bag. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting Is that place. a big makeup bag? <laughs> yes, and multiple ones. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. That is creative. How about a year? Any year in history? Uh, okay. Year. Uh, Dad, sorry, 1943. 19... year he was born. 43. Well, good. Honor, Dad. A, a plural noun. Um, eh, bugs. Stink bugs? Stink bugs. Love it. Um, okay, a few more. Another plural noun. Mm, fish tacos. Fish tacos. A noun. Singular. Mm, oh, let's see. Spatula. Spatula, a plural noun. Bear, panda bear. Panda bears. 
And finally, another plural noun. Space cases? <laughs> Space cases. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do something we have never done before. We are going to tease this game of Mad Libs and not read the results live on air. This will be extra podcast content because we have run out of time. And I would like to say once again, oh, so by the way, you can find our podcast via the iTunes store. Just look for Judd's Napa Valley Show. Go to NapaCHI.org, donate, buy tickets for the gala this Saturday, Saturday, and um, see a picture of the very photogenic uh, Elba gonzalez Mares. Thank you so much for being here with us Thank today. you so much for having me. And now special podcast content. That was the first time that we've ever uh, not been able to finish the Mad Libs game. So, you know, time ticks on and we can't do anything about it. But I think, Elba, you had uh, a lot of important stuff to talk about. So I didn't want to cut it too short. But I think this is going to be a good one. Just before we went off the air, you filled in the blanks, correct? Correct. Okay. I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. (laughs) This This is going to be good. And now, so what I've done is uh, a little earlier, I was um, looking around the internet, and I found an article about you, Elba, from the Napa Valley Register, June 24th, 2012. So at that time, you were the health services manager. It talks about what you do at CHI, and you've just rewritten a bit of that article via this, (laughs) yes, via this Mad Libs game right now. And uh, I got to tell you, I like I like this clip because it really showcases the, the 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 passionate passion with which you do the work of which you are so passionate about. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you ready for this? Yes, All I right. think so. Folks, put on your uh, <clears throat> All right, put on your socks before they get knocked off. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. All right, here. <laughs> this is a good one. All right, here we go. <clears throat> From the Napa Valley Register. As the health services manager at Children's Health Initiative, uh, CHI Napa County, Elba Gonzalez Mares is on the front lines advocating for local youths. Yeah? You okay with that? I'm okay with that, yeah. Okay, good. Here we go. Gonzalez Mares discovered her passion for interacting with shaky people (laughs) (laughs) and balls years ago. Basketball, beach yeah, balls, yeah, yeah, playoff time. Yeah, yeah. Years ago, while working in an outreach study for low-income owls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> equal access to owls. <laughs> That's right. At her alma mater, the University of California, inside of my makeup bag. <laughs> That's a great university. Yep, awesome. She graduated from that university in 1943 <laughs> with a bachelor's degree in international stink bugs. Yes. <laughs> Very much <laughs> complex. Yeah. Now, here is a quote from you yourself. This is Elba speaking right okay. now. Okay. Okay. I'm passionate about creating social, this is the editor's note, mm-hmm. fish tacos, mm-hmm. <laughs> she said. Mm-hmm. I'm serious about food. <laughs> yeah, fish tacos is good tacos. I really enjoy... Um, living in this spatula <laughs> and my passion is to improve the panda bears and oh. space cases of our community oh, on every level. <laughs> hashtag panda bears. <laughs> All right, Elba, thanks again. Really appreciate you making the time to come talk to us and uh, thanks again for doing everything that you do for our community in so many different ways. Thank you, Judd, and thank you for having me and, and got to uh, share a little bit about me, but most importantly, um, the work that's happening in our community. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gilamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.